Welcome to Unity of Fairfax, a positive path for spiritual living and spiritual center for education, practice, and service in Northern Virginia. We hope you find inspiration in this week's message. Well, good morning, Unity of Fairfax. I'm doing a little double duty up here today, so don't mind me. I'll just, I'll just I'll figure out how to move from one place to the next, you know? Uh, the first thing I would like to do this morning is to take a moment to recognize that this is the weekend that we celebrate Veterans Day. And I would like to take a moment, first of all, I'd like to thank Mr. Pete Clifford for all the beautiful flags that lined our driveway as we walked up this, as we drove up this morning. It was just the most beautiful thing when I pulled up this morning and I'm, I'm looking and it's just so welcoming and energizing. So thank you so much. They're just beautiful. And I would like to take the moment to, for those of you who are, I'd like, like to recognize all of our veterans. So for those of you who are on active military duty, those of you in reserve military duty, those of you who are retired military, would you please stand so that we may recognize, appreciate, and love you. You have our heartfelt gratitude for all of your service. Though it began as Armistice Day in 1919, following World War I, over the years, it developed into Veterans Day because it came to the point where we, start, we felt it was time to recognize all of our service people in all of the given situations where he, we have required their service. So though it began as Armistice Day in 1919 and where we celebrated at the end of World War I, it evolved from Armistice Day to Veterans Day in an effort to honor all those in service to the country. Since 1954, November 11th was, is declared the day that we celebrate Veterans Day in the United States. Many people observe the day with ceremonies, parades, and that these things honor the sacrifice and dedication of those who have served in the armed forces for the United States. We also honor our veterans on Veterans Day through prayer. There may be no better way to honor our veterans than in prayer. Whether it is offered in a religious service, a private or privately, or silently, or as the parade passes by, or in a personal card or note, prayer can connect you, a veteran, and God in a meaningful and productive way. So join me now 
in a prayer for our women and men in our military service to this country. Dear Spirit, God, the one power and maker of all things, we know right now that you turn your gaze to those men and women who in our military service have sacrificed time, comfort, strength, ambition, health, and prosperity for the peace and safety of the family and friends and others they've never even known. We know they are blessed and rewarded a hundredfold for all their service and sacrifice. Bless them, O Lord, far beyond all their expectation. We give thanks here and now for all these blessings. And I release these words that have just been spoken here into that loving power of God, knowing they have been heard and they are already answered. And so it is. Amen. Well, the title of my talk today is Bless Us, O Lord. Many of you know that I am a member of a military family. My father he served in World War II. My mother has a brother, one of four that she had, uh, who is a retired Army general. Some of you heard me talk about my uncle. He's 91, and he's the patriarch of the family. He has two sons and a daughter. And both of his sons, my cousin Leo and Vincent, are retired Army generals. After Vincent, who's the youngest one, retired, had his retirement ceremony, his mother, my Aunt Naomi, who have since made her transition, looked at me with a huge smile and a little giggle. And she looked at me and leaned over and she said, well, we made it. All my boys are home safe. I know God is thoroughly sick of me because I have prayed his ear off for the past 40 years to keep my boys safe and bring them home. I am so grateful my prayers were answered, she said. We chuckled because she said, I prayed God's ear off. I still have our next generation of family in military service. My cousins, my cousins, Brigadier General Mark Quander, Major Joseph Berlin, and Lieutenant Lamont Lewis. As my aunt demonstrated, 
It's up to the rest of us, us cousins, to pray God's ear off until each of them returns safely. In our youth, many of us were taught to pray. As children, we were given some prayers to recite by rote, whether we truly understand what they meant or not. Many of us know some of these prayers. Bless us, O Lord, for these thy gifts, which we are about to receive from thy bounty through Christ our Lord. Amen. We are taught to say this at our meals. Or the other, another prayer, now I lay me down to sleep. I pray the Lord, my soul to keep. If I should die before I wake, I pray, dear Lord, my soul to take. Amen. We were taught that one to say before we went to bed at night. Now, in my years, my mother was a, a, an elementary school teacher and principal, and her favorite people on the planet were seven-year-olds. Because you learned a lot from them. Sometimes you learn things from four-year-olds. I remember I was, I don't remember where I was standing. I was in somebody's church or school or something. I don't even remember where I was. But I overheard some four-year-olds in discussion about prayer, about the Lord's Prayer. And one of them was attempting to recite what they remembered about the Lord's Prayer. And he said, forgive us our trash baskets <laughs> as we forgive those who put trash in our baskets. <laughs> okay, those are one of the things that you about wet your pants for you or something like that. And then I heard another one saying, Lord, if you can't make me be a better boy, don't worry about it. I'm having a good time just like I am. Amen. <laughs> so one of the things I have learned through my teaching in metaphysics is there basically... There is no such thing as a bad prayer. So these kids were just going about their thing. But it is great that we can begin to teach our children about prayer. About giving them some prayers to learn and teach them what they mean. When I was, began my studying of metaphysics, I began to see that prayer is my one-on-one -on -one relationship with God. I remember when I was getting ready to take my exams for my ministerial license, we had a practice class. Some of the questions that we might get on the exam. And one of the questions that we got in 
practice class, the teacher presented the question, and they t the instructor said, what is God? We were all kind of looking at each other going, is this a trick question? And we were all sitting there thinking, and nobody could come up with anything. So our, our instructor, our minister said, God is a personal relationship. Prayer is a personal thing. In his book, Keep a True Lent, Charles Fillmore wrote, Mind is the common meeting ground between God and humankind. And it is only through the most highly accelerated mind action, as in prayer, that we can consciously make union with God, the one and only creator. Prayer is the language of spirituality and improves the quality of humankind's being. Prayer makes humankind master in the realm of creative ideas. The inner silence of prayer is a great source of spiritual power. Spiritual power. What I loved about metaphysics as I, over the years as I continue to learn is that I'm learning that I am my own power. Each and every moment, that which I am, which is an individualized expression of all that God is, is my power. So I get to learn tools to strengthen that power, and prayer is one of the most significant. Unity teaches us about affirmative prayer. In his book, Heart-Centered Metaphysics, Paul Hasselbeck wrote, true prayer requires much more than repetition of memorized words. Prayer is an attitude of the heart that is more about being than doing. It is through our mind that we can remember and become aware of our oneness or of God. The kingdom of God is within us. We have the opportunity to feel our oneness with God. I know when I was studying, I received my credential through Centers for Spiritual Living, and the philosophy that we taught was science of mind. And Ernest Holmes is credited with creating signs of mind, and he and Charles Fillmore were contemporaries. And both of them believed in the power of prayer. They believed 
in that power that could help us deal with all challenges. When we're in the midst of our challenges, that's when we start looking for the feeling that comes with that oneness, with that perfection of God. Sometimes we don't get into our awareness about prayer until we get in trouble. What we get to do is recognize prayer is an ongoing thing. Each of us as individualized expressions of God, we are whole, perfect, and complete, just as God is whole, perfect, and complete. This universe is whole, perfect, and complete. This is when we have the opportunity to stop, take a breath, because you hear all of us here, our prayer chaplains, we pray, we start with take a breath. Why do we take a breath? So that we can just stop moving, stop thinking, stop dwelling, just be still. Take a deep breath breath and declare that divine order is alive in our life. Sometimes, whether we know it or not, we pray for things in our lives that may not necessarily be the, for our highest and best. It is in these times that we must believe, have faith, and trust in God's divine right order, God's divine right timing, and God's divine right action. We get to pray for that which we would like to demonstrate in our lives, and we get to do it in conjunction with God's divine order. Sometimes we get to be really grateful and thankful that God did not bring us what we thought we wanted. There are times when we think, oh, yes, I got to have it. I got to have it. And it shows up and it is not for my highest and best interest. So we get to trust in the fact that as we pray for ourselves, as we support others in praying for themselves, we get to trust in that faith that God is ever-present. God's going to bring to you what is, what is truly yours in God's time and in God's order. Yes, spirit moves exceedingly well. And yes, sometimes it moves exceedingly slow. And we get to remember that this is my, for my divine right action. In Matthew the book of Matthew, chapter 6, verse number 6, it say, states, But when you pray, go into your room, close the door, and pray to your Father, who is unseen. Then your Father, who sees what is done in secret, will reward you. Be still. And know that I am God. This means pray from your heart. 
It means pray with your own words. In your own time. In your own way. With the expectation of experiencing only that which is the highest and best good of that which you desire. My aunt prayed God's ear off for 40 years as she held her faith in the fact that her prayers were being answered. I mean, I know my cousins. When we were kids, we were... My uncle was stationed, when he was in service, my uncle was stationed in Philadelphia. And at one point, we all kind of got together, and I don't know why, I don't know for summer get-together or what. But we were up there sitting around the kitchen table one morning, and my oldest cousin, Leo, uh, was part of the um, uh, first Airborne. And he was jumping out of airplanes and stuff. And so we were all sitting at the kids, us kids at the time, we say, we were all our 20s. We're all sitting around the breakfast table laughing and talking. And Leo starts telling us all this crazy stuff about he was doing, he did this tonight. And then we was jumping out of airplanes at three o'clock in the morning and we were doing this and that. And all of us are into it. My uncle walked in the kitchen and he heard us, heard Leo talking about, yeah, well, we were all out at so-and-so's uh, restaurant the night before until such and such an hour. And then we had to get up and we were jumping out of airplanes. My uncle said, son, I don't want to hear about it. I just don't want to hear about it. So he was, my cousin, Leo, was enjoying his process of learning, enjoying his process of being part of that military, his military brigade, his group. And yet he was doing his thing. And my uncle was like, I got to go pray now because this kid is jumping out of airplanes in the middle of the night after being up all night and doing it. I don't want to hear about it. So we blessed, we blessed our children. We blessed this process. Bless us, O Lord, as we still ourselves. Breathe and relax into the feeling of our oneness with God. As we become aware of divine ideas that flow into our mind. As we become aware of the next step to take in fulfilling the answers to our prayers. We can't hear God unless we are still. So not only do we know how to pray and ask for what it is that we desire, we also learn how to meditate so that we can hear what God says. So we can hear what comes to us from that place of divine creativity in the mind of God. When we create time in our day to be still, we let go of worry and stress. We're able to discern the next move, the next step, the next choice. Divine ideas flow to us with clarity, focus, ease, and grace. With all the challenges in our world right now, bless us, O oh Lord, as we pray for our military. I invite you to schedule, because see, you know, us Americans, 
we work real well on schedules. You know, I, I kind of envy the rest of the world because a lot of the rest of the world just, they work on wherever I am today. But we work on schedules. So if that's the case, schedule some time in our day for prayer. I also invite you to stop at any given moment and remind yourself that God is all there is. I am all that God is. I live in God's perfect divine order. And my life is good and very good. As Jesus said, pray without ceasing. And remember, we have a, a team of fantastic prayer chaplains here at Unity of Fairfax. And all of them are ready, willing, and able to pray with you. So I leave you with these words from Ernest Holmes, the founder of religious science. He wrote, if God ever answered prayer, God always answers prayer. Since God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And so it is. Thank you for tuning into Unity of Fairfax podcast. You're welcome to join us live in Oakton, Virginia, every Sunday at 11 a.m. Or view our live stream services from our website at unityoffairfax.org. We appreciate our donations to support this podcast to make our message of positive, practical spirituality more accessible to all. See you next time.